And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and listeners like you. Now here's Ramona. Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio this afternoon. I am honored to be able to introduce to you Evangelist Stephanie Nicole Williams. She is anointed, bold, and a dynamic woman of God. She seeks the heart and God of everything. She's motivated. She believes that accurate prophecy is still needed in the church, and I strongly believe that. I'm really excited just to be able to just see what she's doing in Pennsylvania. Um, She also has a book out that we're going to talk about called The Power of Tears, and I look forward to hearing about that. Evangelist Stephanie Nicole Williams, how are you this morning? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me here today. Oh, you're welcome. I know I'm on the East Coast, so it's morning. You're on the, I mean, I'm on the West Coast. It's morning. You're on the East Coast. It's, you know, almost afternoon. And so um, time difference sometimes happens. So I apologize if I said good morning to the listeners. To you, it's probably (laughs) afternoon. But, you know, um, Evangelist, I was looking over what you wrote here to me, and there's a lot here that I think that um, the church needs to hear. Um, I do want to also talk about uh, your prayer line, too, because I think that's something that people could probably benefit from. Um, But let's start from the beginning. Uh, let's, Let's let our listeners find out a little bit of who you are. I know you said you're a native of Philadelphia and you're in Pennsylvania, but why don't you start from the beginning of how everything started with you? Um, well, I was born and raised in the church, uh, which we will call a pew baby. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my ministry started off with my parents. My father was a pastor. Um, my mother was an, uh, an elder in the church. So um, they had five children. I am the youngest of five Um and I love the Lord. Um, so growing up in the church, um, uh, it was it was very necessary. But I thank God for um, allowing me to um, to know Him at a young age. That now that I'm an adult, that I I run after Him. I I chase after Him. I seek Him uh, with my whole heart. Um, so now we're in this time that we're living in now, and we'll find out that you're not going to make it without God. You're not going to have the peace um, that you need without him. Um, so um, I'm just been grateful um, to be in ministry. I started off singing on the children's choir, praise team, um, praise dancer, um, pr- uh, uh, playing the drums, um, taking so many gifts. I was always talented. Um, so I took those gifts in the church um to uh to bring my gifts before the lord um that they could be used for the master you know the bible says every good and perfect gift come from the lord so i was able to bring um all of my gifts before the lord um as well as teaching dance um when i stopped dancing i was able to teach dance and teach others um becoming a mentor um to so many uh women and men um in this time right now that you need uh the positivity to let somebody know that you care um 
people. Um, I, I, I thank God for my life. I thank God for, for everything that I've gone through that um, I did not allow myself to stay in unforgiveness. If you'll find out in The Power of Tears, the book that God gave me, um, I was able to move in forgiveness. I was able to understand unwrapping generational curses, um, knowing when to let go and also knowing sometimes when you break away from things that sometimes they do revisit you. We don't talk about when they revisit us, uh, when you are delivered and free from something um, and knowing how to handle it, knowing how to deal with it. Um, you'll also find out uh, in The Power of Tears, the book um, about the um, the wrong mentor will cause you to take a detour. Um, um, God wants us to be mindful of the tables that we eat, mindful of who you call spiritual mothers and spiritual fathers if God, uh, they was not God sent. Um, um, so I thank God for um, giving me this uh, this this another tool to to um, come into uh, this amazing season of my life to um, to help others to help others um, and also being able to be on the prayer line mm -hmm. even on the prayer line catching fire prayer line um, going on eight years almost nine years of every Wednesday one hour just one hour we're not forced to pray we're not you know um, feeling like God is you know forcing us to but we're excited because the Bible said men must always pray and faint not so it is a lifestyle um and the bible says in his word in order to to reign with me you must suffer so we do know suffering is a part of our walk as christians um and i think that when the bible tells us as well if we draw nigh unto him he'll draw nigh unto us so when you're kind of going through um the different challenges of your life and things that you might not understand it's it's so important to be grounded in the word of god mm -hmm. because that is your foundation if yeah. i can land so I want to, um, that's, thank you so much for sharing all that, but I want to, uh, something just kind of stuck to me that I want to kind of talk about because for the listener that thinks, you know, you started out saying you were a pure, ba a pew baby, you know, grew up in the church, your father was a pastor and <clears throat> on the outside people hear that and they think life was simple. They think mm -hmm. life was easy, but mm -hmm. from what you're saying, um, and because you have a book that's called The Power of Tears, obviously there was things that you had to go through. Mm -hmm. But but what you're saying is that because you had a foundation in Christ, you were able to get through those things. You know, sometimes people have a misconception of people that grow up in the church that mm -hmm. they don't go through nothing, that nothing comes at them, that they don't get hurt. You know, they don't have all these terrible things that happen to us that aren't brought up in the church right before we find Christ, but they kind of have that feeling just because, oh, you're, you know, the pastor's kid, nothing happens to you. Absolutely. But that's far from it, correct? Absolutely. That is way far from it. Um, I think a lot of challenges, um, a lot of pastors' children don't even want to uh, carry the mantle if that if that's what God wants them to do because of they see so much that what your parents go through in ministry, um, so much that you see, they call it church hurt, um, yep. what you would see, but you can't allow what you see to make you miss God or to abort your assignment that God has called you to do and um i did go through those challenges as a pk and people look down on you they automatically put you in this light um yeah. as your parent that you can't make no mistakes and you look dead underneath a microscope and um they always say pastor kids are the worst kids but they're human too and then yeah. we make mistakes but you know our 
seem to be uh, more critical than uh, others that are not pastors' kids. Um, so yeah, you definitely definitely had that um, stigma growing up um, in the church. If I didn't love God the way I did, um, I wouldn't probably be where I am today. Um, and that's why I thank God because of that it could cause you to turn away um i know a lot of other pastors children some of them don't even want to uh you know go to church or be followers of christ because of what they saw yeah but i kind of different uh perspective on it because when you think about paul in the bible um before he became apostle paul yeah he wasn't born and raised in a church but for what he was doing um he was killing christians that the bible uh says yeah um but delivered him god showed him a better way god showed him the right way and god delivered him by taking his sight for for three days yeah. um you know that was the deliverance process by what the things how he saw um um how he saw things in life so i'm a firm believer that um uh god will uh help navigate us to to do his will the correct way without any of those other hurdles um and then we know apostle paul wrote so many books in the bible but he didn't start out that way but right. many people him because he did but he was only doing what he was taught some of us have been taught the wrong way yes. and, and uh we're not willing to allow god to deliver us uh that we that god can uh cultivate us and shape us so i looked at that and i um I, it was a lot of fight it was a lot of fight um absolutely but i was always getting prophecies as a little girl in the church um as my parents were married and um, had five children then the enemy came in and then divorce came in and then there was a death to the whole house you know um and we didn't have counseling and those things right back you know, we learned how to just go to church and smile. We learned how to mask our hurt. We learned how to cover it up and act like, you know, we're not really hurting because we were being watched. Um, not understanding it's okay uh, to be vulnerable. It's okay to say I'm hurting and still love God. Yeah. So you'll find in the book, you'll find that. And even when I preach today, I preach a holistic gospel um, where it's okay to, to understand what you're feeling because sometimes we as Christians, we feel like, oh, don't never say you're having a bad day because that ain't God, but you, you're kind of negating how you feel. And God says, you know, he knows your thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> so, he knows them all. He does. Yes. And I, you know, I always sometimes have to stop and think like he knows my heart. He knows my thoughts. You know, so, um, and that's why it's so important today. It's so important today to try to, you know, just, just get dive in to be led by the spirit because I, the way that the world is today, there's so much coming at us, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, it, and making that choice. Like, do I go this way or that way? Do I talk to that person? Do I engage in this relationship? You know, there's so many decisions that have to be made that you just have to stop, pause, listen, you know, pray, wait. Sometimes it's wait. Sometimes it's longer mm -hmm. than what you want to wait. But it's mm -hmm. so important in today's world today because of what is out there, you know, what is coming up right now. And I do believe we're living in the last days. Um, mm -hmm. I do believe that, you know, probably three quarters of the prophecies that were spoken have already come to pass. So we don't have much more. Everything in that Bible is going to come to pass, mm -hmm. you know, and so it's, it's just that time. Um, you talk a little bit about <clears throat> spiritual warfare. And sometimes I think even maybe new Christians or maybe someone that's just coming to understanding, you know, what it is to have a relationship with Christ, what it is to be born again. 
but it is it's a spiritual warfare what you're fighting if somebody is arguing with you you know yes that person is doing it you could be angry at that person but to get to the place where you could call out really what's going on in the spiritual sense will empower you to be able to walk about in a whole different manner it'll help you also to forgive a lot faster do you agree absolutely i i, I do agree with that um, um i hear when you say that um when we talk about this spiritual warfare it's amazing that you say that because a lot of the believers are going through uh the warfare and it's it's been it's been really um intensified right now in this hour for the people of god to give up but us as believers um we thank god for his words so what helps me um we just did a service on sunday that just passed and it was called we are the joshua generation mm. so was that what that meant was it was so powerful but i went through so much warfare because god knew what was going to take place but the enemy caused so much warfare to try to stop it that those that were going to get saved and healed and delivered there's no way you're going to do a work without a fight but what god tells joshua is he tells him i'm going to be with you and that's what we have believers have to remember while we're going through that god is with me he is with me he, he did not leave me you know as he was with moses so shall he be with you and the bible says that joshua was able to walk into success in the promised land and keep success with the laws that God has given him. He said, I want you to meditate on my word day and night. I don't need you to look to the left, don't look to the right. He said, I want you to be a follower of my word. So God gives him three things to, to follow in order to cross over um, and go into the promised land to possess it. And the Bible said they had to, he had to fight. And kings banded together um, in the chapter of Joshua to come up against him. So that means the enemy is going to come up against you. They're going to band together to try to discourage you, to try to stop you, mm -hmm. to try to block you. But the Bible said that God said, but I'm with you. If you just be still and, and know that I'm, a, I'm God because the, 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 the enemy you see today you'll see them no more and i think that this is the test of our faith so sometimes if we're waiting and we're going through some things it's just dive deeper in the word of god because he told him in his word he says three times be strong and very courageous be strong and very courageous he was telling him that because of what he was going to face now joshua did not know what he was going to face but god did but god prepared him yeah. listen god prepared him so he told him don't look to the left don't look to the right that means don't look at nobody in your ear trying to put in negativity be mindful of the company that you keep just keep my law that my servant moses had already put in place so god is telling us as believers if we just keep his law you know that we're going to go through some things because the bible tells us that many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord the righteous judge delivers us out of them all so we know that things are going to come but it's us as believers to meditate on the word day and night that the enemy cannot come in to take your joy to take your peace to remind the devil who god is reminding him what he, who he is so that's why it's important as us as believers to not just be hearers of the word but be doers and he had to be a follower of christ in order for god to be with him while he was in that journey of possessing the land because the enemy was there but he had to get rid of all of his enemies before he was able to rest the Bible declared the moment that he was able to eliminate his enemies. The Bible said, now divvy up this land amongst the 12. Come on now, the 12 tribes. And now you can take your rest. So there is a resting point that God wants us to have. But I think that when I think when we cross over into things and God has given us, we, we get 
afraid of the enemy and we back away. And we know how that looks like in the Bible because Moses' generation, they was afraid to go into, so they could not. So they died where they were. But then you had a generation after them that was warriors, that was fighters, that that said, no, this is what God told us. We're going to come together and we're going to fight this good God, fight of faith. Why? Because God is with us. So that is the spiritual warfare that we're going through. But we got to remember as believers that God is with us. He's with you. He's with you in the fight. Oh, yes. He's Amen. with you. Amen. And, you know, <clears throat> afflictions can, can come in many different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, they can come in, in your health. They can come in your finances. They can come in many different ways. But there is always, you know, because the enemy just comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so, you know, when you're feeling the woe is me, you know, what evangelists is telling us is just to remember there's an army ready to fight with you, but you got to get up. You got to get up. You got to face it. You have to, because God is bigger than anything that's coming at you. Yes. And, and no matter what, if you read the last verse of the Bible, we know what's, who's going to win. And we have to get our mindset to that place when you're going through things of what you're doing. I was just brought to mind, I was reading Second uh, Kings when was it Elijah didn't want to go forth. And so he went the other way and mm -hmm. fell asleep. And, and this, you know, the angel comes and says, what are you doing here? Like, get up, eat, you know, and he falls back asleep. He's like, I don't want to go over there. They're going to kill me. So even he was mm -hmm. afraid of what was coming at him mm -hmm. and he was a man of God, but God had to encourage him to mm -hmm. get up and go <laughs> forth, you know? So if it happened to them, it's surely going to happen to us. And the I enemy feel. knows his time is up. That's mm -hmm. another reminder. So the more that comes, like when I get a lot of things coming all at once, I know there's going to be a big breakthrough. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm grateful that I can call upon an army to walk with me through it because I can't do it alone. Amen. And that's how the Lord equips all of us. Right. And that's why, you know, I, I love that you have your, your prayer time, your catching fire prayer line, because those of you that, you know, will give you the information, but all of us are going to go through something at one point or the other in, mm -hmm. in the different seasons of our life. We're going up that battle hill. Some of us are already at the top and we've conquered. Some of us are halfway there and we're struggling to get up. And some of us are just really at the valley of it, just really feeling the brunt of it. And we need others to push us up to get up there where we can see the light, right? You're in a tunnel. And if you don't look towards the end of the tunnel of how to get out, you're focused on the darkness and you're not focused on what's ahead. Amen. And that happens to a lot of us. It happens to me when I go through different things. And, and I'm sure, Lee, that you will agree. You know, um, I think sometimes, and maybe, as, maybe for the new believers, it's hard for them to understand how to see within the spirit, how to see the spiritual warfare, because God has to train us in that way, right? To train the, uh, the spirit that would the, the Holy Spirit comes upon us once we're saved and, and, you know, the Lord starts working through that, right? 
but can you talk a little bit about that for the new believer? Let's focus on someone that's just starting out and they just tuned in and they're like, what is this? How do I know how to get past this? It's not, sometimes people hear spiritual warfare and right away they think of, of evil spirits and ghosts and, you know, they think of what they see because of the season that comes up, you know, with, with, um, Halloween and everything, right. They think that right away because that's what their brain has been etched with. But can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. I will say for the new believers, I said, coming into the faith, it's always good to be around those that are strong in their faith to be able to help navigate you um, with any questions that you have, anything that you're faced with um, while you're on this uh, Christian journey. Um, and, and the Bible, um, it tells us um, that, you know, um, as in one of my favorite scriptures in in First um, Peter 5 and 10, after you have suffered a little while, um, the suffering comes before God can establish you and strengthen you and 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 do all those amazing things in your life. Um, so I would say for the new believers is to get close to God. Yeah. What does that spend time with God? Because God said, I unfold my mysteries to those who seek me. See, some things are not going to come if you don't seek God. So what does that mean? You got to spend time with God, whether you're giving him 10 minutes of the day, 15 minutes every day and let it grow to 20 minutes. Spend time with God because he wants you to spend time with him because he's a relational God. And the more you spend time with God, the more God will draw to you as the word of God say, if you draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. So it's really um, for me, it would be to say to them to spend time with God and also have someone that's a little grounded in faith that can help navigate you with any questions. Because when I think about it, it makes me think about Samuel, who was a little boy um, in, listen, in the kingdom, in, in the temple. And, and he was hearing somebody call him, but he didn't know what that voice was. Yeah. So it was somebody that was in the faith that was there to say, I'm not calling you, go back and lay down. And it took the third time and he recognized it and say, hold on, this must be God. So this time go back, lay down and say, speak you Lord, your servant is listening. So now he's having an encounter with God, but he wouldn't have known if somebody that wasn't already in the faith could be aware to tell him that. So I would definitely say, you know, spiritual guidance in the church, if you have any leaders, and anyone you have any questions um regarding your walk with christ as new but and i will say prayer prayer will help you also mm -hmm. drawing closer to god uh, will help anyone that's new and you gotta you gotta want it and uh be hungry for it and you know come with an ear to just to hear mm -hmm. you know and the table is full of gifts you know in, in the <laughs> bible it, it'll tell you there's so many gifts and there's people that have the gift of prophecy that's already you know and i believe that a lot of these gifts have god already knew what he was going to gift us with um from the beginning you know he knew that he was gonna raise you to evangelize like you might not have thought that when you were small sitting in you know next to your mom and dad but you know all of us each of us have the different gifts and and the table is full and right. in the Bible, I think it's in Corinthians where it'll say, like, come and ask, like, they're there, just come and partake. Right. Take what you want, because there's so many things that you could, you know, there's the gift of prophecy, there's the gift of, you know, interpretation, there's a gift, there, there's just so many that you could ask for, 
that the Lord would then send someone, and I believe he will, if you say, Lord, I need somebody to help me. And the Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher, right? Thank God for the Holy Ghost. But, you know, there's also elders that can also, that, and he'll give you the right one for that season to teach you. Absolutely. Wow. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, <clears throat> so your book it takes you through a time. I mean, how long did it take you to write this book? Was it things that you had saved up for a while within your spirit? Yes, it was things that I had saved up for a while. Um, definitely in my spirit. I think it took even more time when 2020 came in and the world was shut down. And um, I was hearing the prophets tell me, you know, did you write the book? Did you write the book? And I'm like, I, I didn't have time to really to really write. But when the pandemic came in, um, that was my time where I just um, began to write, to write, to write. And how long did it take you then? Um, well, I, I always journaled since I was a kid. Um, so um, I think when God fully gave it to me, I would say in 2020 um, to begin to really write the book. Okay. And then this is your first book? My first book. Yes, ma'am. exciting. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I'm sure there's more because once yeah. you do it, you know, you're like, okay, I can do this. You know, thank you, Father. <laughs> Help me out. Like, let's, what's next? I know that's how I am, you know, so that's exciting. I'm so, so many congratulations set from California for you because I love the title. Um, I love the cover of the book and those of you um, that can go. It's Is it on Amazon, Evangelist? Yes, it's on okay. Amazon, the ebook as well as the paperback. Okay. So The Power of Tears. And um, do you have a website? Um, I have an email address um, in all my media, but not a website at the moment. Okay. And so how can people get a hold of you? Um, they can get a hold of me at my um, evangelist, snwilliams at gmail.com. They can also get a hold of me. I'm on Facebook at uh, Stephanie Nicole Williams, as well as Instagram as Steph underscore next, um, as well as TikTok and Twitter um, under Stephanie uh, Nicole Williams as well. Well, praise the Lord. I'm excited for what the Lord is doing through you. And um, I truly appreciate you you know, taking the time to talk to us, some very important subjects that we discussed. Um, one more thing before uh, you talk about accurate prophecy in your yes. bio, talk to us a little bit about that before we get ready to close here, because I think that's important for the church to hear as well. Absolutely. So the Bible talks about um, the, the prophet, the gift of prophecies and the word, because prophets are the mouthpieces of God. But you also have the false prophets, you know, um, the Jezebels. You're always going to have the enemy always have a counterfeit of what God is doing. Um, so I think that it's very important for us to make sure um, that we are careful who who's prophesying us um making sure that it's god sent and god led um so the bible says that you know the true prophets because what they say come to pass um so you know the prophets where god's when when god speaks and send those those true prophets in your life um not to get um caught up in anything false or counterfeit because they're there as well um and they call themselves prophets but god haven't called them um and the only way to really um to know the two is to really spend time with god and god will strengthen your discernment so that you will know um 
the real from the the counterfeit so that you won't um you know uh be moved by anything if God did not um send them to you because so many people that are saying that God said this and God said that and there's nothing coming to pass so we know that God's words don't fall to the ground um but having that spirit of discernment um is going to help uh the believers and even the those that are new coming to Christ um to to know the difference between the false and the real prophets because mm-hmm. it is is necessary because God's sending he needs the mouthpiece to send to the peak to the world to let them know what God is speaking mm-hmm. and what he is saying in such a time as this mm-hmm. and because I mean the days of old that's how they were able to go to battle and do different things they waited upon the Lord they sent forth for them you know the, the man of God that to come forth and give the, the, the and you know, reading about the kings and, and it's so fascinating how many of them, you know, all the different things that they went through. I love the Old Testament, but, you know, a lot of them, when the man of God would come and give them the word from the Lord, some of them got bad words, you know, mm-hmm. and that they were going to fall and die because of what they did. And some of them said, okay, so be it. They knew they were, they, they asked for it, right? And right. and some of them wanted to fight against that. Like, no way, you know, but they still, the, the word came to pass. They fell and died just the way that the man of God that came with the word told them. So it, it is important. Um, I know it's it's exciting. And, and sometimes you might get enticed to like, you know, I need to go find somebody to to give me a word over what I'm going through. And, and I don't want you to be led into that direction where you're almost going to a fortune teller kind of thing, because that's not right either. But you need right. to remember that, you know, you could just be at a church service. And if you're asking the Lord to, to give you a word, sometimes someone will randomly will just come up to you and say, you know, I was praying and the Lord just wanted me to share this with you. And you'd be surprised. It's exactly what you were asking the Lord. Those, those are times that you can trust that. So just be careful with that church, with your, with what we're going through. Well, women of God, we're at that place. And I just, I just want to thank you again for everything that, um, you have just instilled with us today. And, and I'm so excited about your book, the power of tears. And I, I just can't thank you enough. Um, do you have a last word that you'd like to share with the people? Absolutely. Um, I have a book signing October the 21st, uh, 2023 at 3 p.m. Anybody on the East Coast in Philadelphia um, that um, will be um, there um, uh, with the book signing, encouraging the body of Christ, um, letting 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 people know that people look at tears as a sign of weakness but listen here that i can go on and on israel cried out and god heard them hannah cried out and god heard her so many cried out in the word of god and god heard them so there is power in your tears and the bible even talks about how he collects your tears so listen you definitely want to to come out if you're in that area um on october the 21st um it's going to be at 3 p.m eastern standard time um, and you can come onto my platforms to be able to get the rest of the information on my Facebook and Instagram pages um, to get that. Um, I, I pray that somebody hears this and and, and, and say to themselves today that that's not saved, that what must I do to be saved in this time and this age that we're living in that you need God like never before. So just accept God in your heart um, and let God do the work. All you got to do is come. And he'll do the rest. Amen. Thank and you. Amen. And just in case this does not air 
until um, after that, um, listeners, we apologize for that. I'm going to do my best to get this to air before that date. Um, but just know that you can follow Evangelist Stephanie Nicole Williams and you can find, because I know that there'll be more opportunities in order to follow her and go and um, get one of her books in person and have her sign that. I would love it if you would close us out in prayer, Evangelist. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you on today, God, for what the listeners have heard, God. We thank you for this opportunity, God, yes. to, to share your word, God, encouraging words into this world, Father God. For you said, oh God, in your word, oh God, in Isaiah, the 60th chapter, arise and shine for your light has come, for darkness has covered the earth, but for you, your light has shine, God. God, let somebody light shine in this dark world, God, because you, Father God, has given hope back to the church, God, that somebody can believe again, that somebody can come and get up, God, from that place that they're in and say, I trust God and God is with me today, God. That you would strengthen your people, oh God, and that you would draw their hearts, Father, in this hour and in this season, God. That you would allow healing to take place, God. Restoration, God. And you also, God, restore with the palmer worm, the canker worm, the locust heel to devour, God. God, that you would prepare your people, oh God, for what's next and what's going to happen, oh God. Let your people know today, God, that we've been made endure for a night, but there's joy that comes in the morning. So, Father, we thank you even now, God, for your goodness and your mercy, God, that is stored upon each and every one of your sons and daughters, oh God, in the sound of my voice, God. Let them be blessed, God. Let their testimonies reach, God, the next, Father, in this hour and in this season. In Jesus' name, as we pray, amen. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener-supported. Blossoms of My Life Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her book, you can write to Ramona, Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. That's P.O. Box 22731. Bakersfield, California, 93390. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's I am dauntless.org. Her email is Ramona at blossomsofmylife.org. That's Ramona at blossomsofmylife.org. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life.